0: Welcome to Bold Faith with Courage Molina, a place where you get empowered and equipped to be who God has called you to be, do what God has called you to do, and go after everything he said you can have without hesitation or apology. Let's go. What's up? What's up? Welcome to Bold Faith with Courage Molina. So excited to be back here with you for another Wednesday podcast. What's good? What's good? Um, Before I even get into it, I want you to check out my ear candy. Okay, do you see this? So cute. This beautiful uh, pair of earrings here that you see. If you are listening to the podcast, you can check it out on YouTube as well on the Bold Faith Community Church channel. So you can see how cute these earrings are created by the sponsor for this show, Olivia Hayward. Um, You can go to oliviahayward.com, use code courage to save 10%. I love these earrings. They are handmade, hand designed. Some of the things are hand selected. But the beautiful thing about that is that means that you are not gonna show up to a party and everybody have on the same pair of earrings as you or somebody have on the same pair of earrings. The downside to that, though, is that you'll see a super cute pair of earrings like these and you want them. Guess what? They're not available. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, they're not available. Uh, you know, that's the one caveat to having handmade earrings. is You might see a pair that you love, but you can't get them. But it also means that the pair that you have on... You won't see anybody else with an exact pair like yours do you know what i mean so go ahead check out my girl oliviahayward.com. use code courage um to save 10 percent. thank you so much olivia shout out to you and the work that you do thank you for supporting the Bold faith podcast all right let's get into it now listen i know it's been a long time since i've done this podcast like a solo episode or interviewed somebody or had a guest. And honestly, one of the things that I thought about was like, what are people gonna think if I just hop back into it? Do I need to make an explanation? Do I need to whatever? Or maybe I'm not gonna do the podcast because of what people are gonna think. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter, honestly. (laughs) It doesn't matter what people think about what's taking me so long to get back to it or what people might be saying now that I'm back at it, it literally has no impact. And I don't allow the opinions of others to keep me from doing the work that God's called me to do. And that's what I wanna to talk to you about today, how you can stop caring about the opinions of others. You know that you've been called to do great work. There's something you've been called to do. But anytime the Lord calls us, he often calls us in an area that causes us a bit of angst, right? We feel a way. um, There are things that we think about and worry about that keep us from either showing up fully or showing up at all or showing up consistently. And so when I asked my clients and my community, what were some of the things that they needed to get free from Like, oh, if I could just get free from this, then I would really be able to lean into the area that God is calling me to. Oh, I would really be able to get to a place where I was doing the work that God's called me to do. Right. And so I thought, you know what, that's something that we can talk about. Let me share with you some tips that I have um, that can help you to stop caring about what people think of you. The first thing that you want to do, if you don't have pen and paper. It's like you don't know me. If you are new here, what's up? Go ahead, subscribe and go ahead and take out pen and paper. You're going to want to take notes, okay? You're going to want to take some notes. about to drop some real wisdom here for you. Um, So go ahead and get your notes and stuff together. All right, the first thing I'm going to tell you is to take inventory of your core values and your priorities in the season. Take an inventory of your core values. And your priorities for the season, because people's opinions of you are typically based on their own values. And if you take a look at your values, the things that you truly value, not the stuff that you wish you valued or people say that you should. But the things that really drive what you do and why you do it, you you'll find out that, you know, the reason they have those opinions of you is probably because they don't share your values. And everybody doesn't have to share your values. Your values are your own. And they are the things that you use to make decisions to drive you. And it's the filter that you use to see life. What somebody else's values has to do with yours, I do not know. Right? You also need to consider your priorities. That's another reason that people have opinion about what you're doing. Now, I would typically say things like, you know, nobody's really thinking about you. And I think that's true probably 90% of the time that we are sitting around being concerned and worried about what somebody thinks about us when truth be told, eight out of 10 people ain't thinking about you. They're just not. We have, people have too much going on in their own life to be sitting around thinking about what you are doing in your business, in your ministry, in your marriage. It's just, it's not a thing. However, there's that 20% (laughs) that, you know, refuses to be ignored and refuses to be silent. And so maybe you have friends or family, maybe it's even a spouse that is sharing their opinion. And so because, you know, they don't agree with you and what you are getting ready to do or the strategy you're going to use to do it, that kind of keeps you from going all in or causes you to hesitate. I remember when I quit my job back in 2017 and... People had a lot of opinions because I was a classroom teacher. You know, I have been doing it for 11 years. I was successful at it. I had negotiated a pretty nice salary because I was at a charter school. Um, I had a really nice setup, too, as far as my work. Um, I was very appreciated, highly valued, effective. And I pretty much was spoiled (laughs) as a teacher. I had the classes that I wanted to teach. I taught Spanish two, three, and four. I created a reputation for myself. And so students who didn't plan on doing the work, they didn't want to be in my class. So that was great for me. You know what I mean? And so I left that great setup to pursue this purpose that I have. And I didn't have a B plan. And I didn't have a whole lot of money saved up. I just, you know, all I had was some bold faith (laughs) to trust and believe that God was going to see me through, honestly, that this was the work he was calling me to do. I felt like he was leading me to quit. And there were people whose lives were not impacted by my decision, by the way. Who felt away, and maybe not right at the beginning, but there were certainly people in my life that had opinions about the decisions that I was making. You know, we still had kids at home, my husband and I. We were struggling financially. Oh my lord, I forgot to turn my ring off, and um, you know things were tight. And I still refused to go back to work. I refused to take a job. People had opinions. And while a lot of people didn't say stuff to my face, they were talking about me behind my back. People thought I lost my mind. They didn't understand it. Uh, people questioned my parenting. Right. Because like what kind of a mom does this? What kind of a mom does that? So while I'd like to say that 80 percent of the people that you're worried about aren't thinking about you, I know from personal experience that somebody does have an opinion about what you're doing. Um, but I had to take stock of the things that I valued. And what my family was saying is that they valued stability over possibility, right? They valued the stability of a check, you know, coming every single week or every single month over taking the risk on a, what they believe to be possible. Um, well, it's possible I could be a wild success, but you might not be. And so they value stability over taking a risk. And where I sat, because of my relationship with God and being able to hear from God, it wasn't as big a risk as they thought. Because when you follow God, the outcome is exactly as he promised. And he did not, you know, he did not call us to do work so that we cannot be successful. The purpose that you've been created for is meant to do something in this earth for the kingdom. And so that means if I follow God, right? I'm going to have the results that he intended for me to have, which is impact and influence. Do you know what I mean? Uh, And so they just, their values were different. And when I started to take stock of what I valued, that I valued listening to the voice of God more than I valued stability, that I valued making God proud more than I valued what my family might've thought of me that helped me to not worry so much about what other people think of me, right? And my priority in this season was not stability. People would say things like, oh, but you have to be responsible and it's irresponsible. I'm like, no, my goal is not. My priority in this season, that season and this season for the record, is not to be responsible. Who cares about being responsible? My priority is being obedient. And sometimes being obedient appears irresponsible. Is what it looks like doesn't mean that it is irresponsible, but it doesn't look like it's responsible or it goes against um, you know the grain of conventional wisdom. Okay, that's cool, but my goal is not to. That's, my goal is not to be responsible. My goal is not for you to pat me on my back, right? That's not my priority, and that's not you know those aren't my values. And so, if you start to look at your values, your true values, what you actually value and what you are prioritizing in this season, you, will, you can start to care less about what people think about you and their opinions will start to have less weight. The second thing that you can do is silence and replace negative thoughts. It's not enough for you to push these negative thoughts about what they think about you, what they're saying about you. It's not enough for you to push them out of your head. And because when you start to think about what people are saying about you, or their opinions about what you're doing, you start to ask yourself like, well, am I losing my mind? Am I crazy? Am I being irresponsible? Okay, so now I'm not a good mom, right? You start to have these negative thoughts, especially this little side note, when following the Lord does not look like you thought it would look at this particular uh, place on the journey. Okay, God, so I followed you. I thought it was going to be rainbows and sprinkles. I'm not sure why. You probably didn't read your Bible. That's fine. But I thought it was going to be rainbows and sprinkles. And it's not. And now I'm thinking about what people are saying about me. Now you start to have all these negative thoughts and you have to silence those negative thoughts. Um, And it's not enough for you to silence them. You have to replace them, too. You can't just have an empty head. You can't just have an empty mind. You need to be renewing your mind with the word of God. You need to be filling up your mind and your spirit with messages of positivity, of what God can do, reminders of who God is and what he's capable of, reminders of who you are um, to him and what he's called you to do. You have to replace those negative thoughts. It's not enough for you to silence them. They need to be replaced because if they're not replaced, they're just going to come right back. They'll come right back. So you need to replace them. You need to speak out loud the truth about yourself, the truth about your situation. The truth is, while I look irresponsible, I am obedient and I know that God will, will reward me for this. The truth about this is that God has done so much for me. I can't imagine not doing this work. He's called me to Right? The truth is, I know God didn't bring me up out of a bad situation. I know God didn't bring me this far to bring me this far, right? You have to start replacing those negative thoughts, um, not just silencing them, right? You have to silence them, but you also have to replace them. The third thing here is where we get practical. Okay. You need to schedule your task. (laughs) Okay. You need to schedule your task and execute on the plan that you have. So I don't know what it is you're hesitating to do or what God has told you to do. Maybe he's told you to write a book or start a business, start a YouTube channel, start a podcast. Maybe he told you to get interviewed on podcasts. so You need to send out some pitch emails or you need to send out some pitch emails so that you can secure some brand deals or maybe you need to do some marketing. I don't know what you are not doing that you need to be doing in this season because you're worried about what people are going to say about you or what people think about you and what you're doing and how you're doing it. I don't know about that, okay? But one of the things that you can do to stop caring about those opinions is start to do the work. You can start doing the work. So schedule your tasks, put them on a planner, put them in your scheduler, put them on a digital thing, whatever. Whatever it is you use. And then execute on the plan. And I know that it's hard or it feels so hard. But guess what, Fran? You can do hard things. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Fran, you can do hard things. I know it may seem difficult. I know you might be afraid. I know that you are worried. I know that they are talking, but that doesn't have any impact on what you are physically able to do. So go ahead and schedule it and then execute on the strategy that you have. Because what you don't know is that confirmation sometimes comes in the doing. And when I start to see the fruit of my labor, When I start to see that when I put this seed in the ground, when I followed what God said, when I was obedient, that there's a return on that obedience, that there's a return on that investment, I care less and less what people are saying. Less and less. The more success that you experience, the more progress and the growth that you experience, the less the opinions of others will have an impact on you and what you do and how you feel about yourself. So in order to get to that space, though, you got to do something. You know what I mean? Like you actually have to take action, do the thing that's difficult for you to do, do the thing that people are going to be talking about, do it and watch God work. And when you see how God responds to your obedience, you won't even be able to hear those folks, y'all. You won't even be thinking, you'll be like, oh. People talking about me. Girl, I was so busy. I was so busy in the harvest. I didn't even notice. I was so busy in the harvest. I didn't even notice. I was so busy impacting lives. I couldn't even hear them. I was so busy counting my money. I couldn't even hear them. Right. But that confirmation and that confidence and the clarity comes in the doing when you start to do what God has told you to do and you can see the fruit of that, you'll he- you won't even care what people are saying because it won't matter. You'll have the confirmation. You'll have the thing that your heart desires. So it won't matter what people are saying. And then number four, acknowledge that their opinions have no real power. It's so important when you start to think, because it kind of comes like in waves and in cycles, when you start to think about what people are saying about you and you start to get worried and maybe you don't want to do it, what they think about you actually has no power in your life, zero. What they're saying about you has no power in your life. So if you start to acknowledge that fact, you are too busy magnifying the negativity of what people are saying. And you're magnifying the feelings, how you feel about what they're saying or what they might be saying. If you just take a beat, just take a moment and just sit in the truth that what somebody else thinks about you, one, ain't your business, but two, has no real power in your life, it ha- it cannot impact anything you're doing. It's not going to impact the outcome. It's not going to stop. They're not going to be talking to the Lord. And he's like, oh, I didn't think about that. Now I'm not going to bless courage. Oh, that is not how this works. It doesn't work that way. So what somebody thinks about you literally has no power. The only thing that has power in your life is what you do with it, right? And what the Lord does, that's it. Just you and God. These other people, no. Because nothing comes to you or doesn't come to you unless it's been sifted through the fingers of God. You are a believer. You understand that you were not created for yourself. You were not created in and of yourself. The universe did not create you, but your father in heaven created you and he created you for a purpose. And yes, there are some things that you're gonna go through. There's gonna be some negative things and some positive things, but all those things are sifted through his hand. So this, it's not even going to be what somebody said or thought about you. It's going to be that God decided to allow that thing to come to you, to grow you, to stretch you, to show his glory, something. Outside of that, these people have no power. What they're thinking literally has no power. And you need to acknowledge that. Sometimes you need to say it aloud. Sometimes I find myself talking to myself and I'm like, you know what? Because I can hear the thoughts, right? I started <laughs> I can hear what I think people might be saying or I can hear like this negative soundtrack going on in my head. I can hear that. Right. And then I have to say aloud, like, you know what? It don't matter. Even if they do say that, that literally has no impact on what God is going to do in my life. It literally has no impact on what you're going to do in my life. God, you have to acknowledge it. Say it out. Say it aloud. Um, Number five. This one's so good. It's one I think that we don't do enough of. You need to practice solitude and seek God. (laughs) You need to practice solitude, getting away. Um, Solitude is a spiritual discipline. We see that Jesus does that. Um, we see that in the Gospels that Jesus got away. We see that um, Jesus led the disciples to do the same thing. He sent them out and when they came back and the people needed them, he was like, Mm-mm, y'all, come on, let's go. We're about to come over here and take a little break from these folks. Y'all gonna come over here and get fed. Y'all gonna come over here. Let me encourage y'all. Well, you are not about to get right back out to serving. And so we know that solitude is one of the powerful tools that God has given us to aid us in as we pursue our purpose in this world. And so when you take the time to get silent and to get alone and really to seek God, that's when you can hear his voice again, reminding you of what he told you to do, reminding you of the, impact he intends to have through you, reminding you of who he is, reminding you of what he's done and what he intends to do, right? He's there to encourage you. Don't nobody gas you up like the Holy Spirit. And you would know that if you spent more time listening, seeking God's face so that you can hear from him than listening to what people are saying out here in this world, right? One of the things that makes it easier for you to hear the voice of God as you seek him is spending time in the word. That's one of the ways, silence, solitude, Get in the, getting in the word of God helps you to be able to quickly recognize the voice of God, right? And to hear his voice more clearly. And Courageous Discipleship, which is a program that I run. If you're new here, hey, I have a program called Courageous Discipleship. So not only my pastor, but I'm also a coach and in um, the program, while the, the task of the program helps you to learn how to interpret the word of God, by learning how to interpret the word of God, what you're really getting from that is the ability to hear from God clear. That's what happens. And so that the type of confidence that you get when you get confirmation From God, when you hear his voice encouraging you, when you hear him giving you confirmation, when you hear him giving you insight and instruction, when you hear him reminding you, he repeated to Joshua over and over, be strong and very courageous, be strong and very courageous. And when you start to pull away and get some solitude and seek God by getting in the word of God, he will begin to whisper right? Sweet words of encouragement and love to you. He will begin to set your soul on fire. Girl, the Lord will gas you up, sir. The Lord will gas you up. He is the ultimate hype man. The Holy Ghost is the ultimate hype man. Have you out here really thinking, you can walk on water too, Peter, getting out the boat. Have you out here really thinking that while you've done this thing a hundred times, if you do it one more time, then you're going to see your harvest. Then you're going to see that you get so many fish that the, the nets are breaking. You understand what I'm saying? But it is it is in our time with God that we get those confirmations. And the reason, the reason it's so important for you to understand how to study the word of God and rightly interpret it is because... Honestly, the enemy knows the Lord, too. I mean, I don't know if you know that. And <laughs> the word, it talks about how the angels came in to see God and and the enemy was with him and was like, hey, let me, let me talk to you for a second. And the Lord's like, what you doing here? What you want? What you up to? Do you know what I mean? So the enemy, your enemy knows the Lord, too. And and if you look at Genesis, if you look at the, the first story of sin, right, Adam and Eve, Satan didn't come to Eve with something that was completely wild and out of the box, right? He came to her with a perversion of what God actually said, right? So he used God's words, but not the sentiment behind it. He used God's words, but he manipulated the motivation behind what God said. We see him do this again when Jesus Is in solitude, right? (laughs) And he's he's tempted by the enemy. The enemy is quoting scripture to Jesus. Well, the word says that he won't even let you, if you jump down from this cliff, you know, he's not even gonna let you stump your toe. This is why you need to be in the word for yourself and not just sitting in a space. People love to say things like, well, I don't study my word like I used to, but I can get a word from God. How can you be sure that word is from God? if you don't know what his voice sounds like, because the enemy knows the word of God and he's not coming at you with something that is absolutely bananas. He's coming to you with a perversion of the truth. He's coming to you and he's manipulated the truth. He hasn't created some brand new thing because you would see that coming. So if you wanna stop caring about the opinions of others, you need to get into a place a posture where you are seeking God and you are alone with him and he can speak a word to you. And one of the best ways that I know to do that is by the study and application of his word. And so when you know, when clients come through courageous discipleship, yes, we do these, um, you know, they have these tasks and these assignments and that they do, but that's the strategy, it's not the end. The end goal of courageous discipleship is not you know, so that you can say you came through the end goal of rightly interpreting and studying your Bible. That's that the end goal is not studying your Bible, right? That's the means. That's the strategy to hear the voice of God. That's the strategy to build a relationship with God. That's the strategy. So that when I take the time to get into solitude and seek God, because I have this foundational Relationship with the word of God, studying it, interpreting it, rightly interpreting it, and rightly applying it to my life. When I get into a place where I have this, where I'm alone and I'm seeking God, I can clearly hear his voice. You become more sensitive to the voice of God, right? And so, while I'm telling you that number five is to practice solitude and seek God. That's a very difficult thing to do if you don't know how to study your Bible. If you don't know how to get a word from the Word of God, that can be a little difficult. So um, you definitely want to take some time to improve in that. And then last but certainly not least, celebrate your progress. Okay. You can listen, you won't have to, you won't have time to care about what other people are saying about you or thinking about you or whatever if you are celebrating the progress that you make. And I don't necessarily mean all, all the time, like the results. I mean, you know, my my task for today was to outline podcasts. And so I outline the podcast, even if nobody's heard it. Right. Or maybe your task was to record the podcast. And now I've recorded it, even though nobody's heard it. I'm going to celebrate like, OK, OK. I did it. I did. You need to have like some little celebration song. You need to have some little celebration dance or something to mark um, the celebration of your progress. Right. When you've made when it's a small win, then maybe you can have a small little party. Right. When it's a big win, maybe you can have a big party. But taking the time to celebrate your progress and the fact that you've executed and you've done what God has told you to do. Don't wait until you see the fruit of your labor to celebrate. Celebrate the fact that you have a seed in the ground. Celebrate the fact that you pulled some weeds out. Celebrate the fact that you watered the grass. You understand what I'm saying? Maybe I don't have any fruit yet, but I'm gonna celebrate the fact that I put the seed in the ground. Holla at your girl, holla at your girl, hey. Holla at you, girl, Right. Those are the types of things that you want to do. Um, I pray that this has blessed you. Right. And certainly I hope that it has equipped you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to share this episode with your audience and I want you to share it with your squad. And the reason I want you to share it with your squad is because it makes no sense for you to be hoarding um, something that is equipping you and something that's encouraging you. I want everybody from the on my left and my right to be encouraged and to be equipped. So it's something that I practice doing all the time. I practice just sharing information and sharing things that inspire me or encourage me. And so if this has encouraged you, equipped you or reminded you, That you need to mind your business and stop worrying about what other people think and get back to the assignment that God gave you. If this did that for you, then share this with somebody in your squad and share it with the community that you serve. Right. Go ahead. And um, if you love it, give me a five star rating on um, iTunes. And like, leave a review too. You know what I'm saying? Like, do all the things because when you do all the things, it helps people to find us. Um, give me a shout out on social media. Connect with me at Courage Molina everywhere. I'm at Courage Molina everywhere go ahead slide into those dms i read the listen i said slide to my dms please don't play yourself and disrespect me please don't play yourself and disrespect me and i can make a song out of anything right but slide into those dms let me know what you thought screenshot tag whatever um let me know if this podcast is helping you you can also let me know some of the things that are keeping you from fully showing up what are the things that are keeping you from fully showing up? And um, maybe I'll do a podcast about those. All right. I love you. Thanks again for joining me for Bold Faith with Courage Molina. And I cannot wait to see you guys again next week. Love y'all. Later. Bye. Bye. I hope that this episode has blessed you. If it has, let us know. Give us a five star rating, write a review on wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to connect with us on social at Bold Faith Church and at Courage Molina. All right. Until next week. Love you.